all the hair in frame just to make you feel bad about the Rogaine experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, so, so yeah, like I was saying, one of the ways that I like to start the show is I give you like a prompt that you say to me and we cut in on it and it's funny. So I want you to be like, the reason I haven't had you on Love Isn't Blind yet is I didn't think it would be fair to the competition. Uh-huh. You know, I want other people to have a chance to win when they're on the show as okay. well. Yeah, yeah. You want me? You're yeah, giving you're gonna me say the line that, to, that I'm going to say? Yeah, you're going to say to me and then I'm going to go, oh, thank you. And hello, welcome to the Jew. The hubris of you de- telling me is, to deliver listen, that line. If you listen to the show, you'd have heard all the different that lines that's how people you do it. say. You, it's, oh, is it always <laughs> you flattering yourself? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay, great. The reason I haven't had you on before is because I wanted to give the other contestants a chance. Ah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Hello and welcome back to the Jew Rogaine Experience. I am Josh Edelman. Joining me today is the host of one of the hottest new live comedy show game shows in town love isn't blind how you doing Allie? i'm great Allie gold in case i didn't say the name Allie goldberg Allie goldberg on social media it's just Allie goldie but it's full jew in real life oh, you know? oh, oh. have you ever thought about shorting it to Allie gold for for entertainment purposes so i actually regret not doing that when i first joined the union Oh, because my name is officially Allison Goldberg. So wait, you can't. Can you like rejoin the union as I mean, Allie Gold? Probably, but I don't want to repay any initiation fees. And also, who has time for more errands? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're just sticking with Judaism. You're sticking with Allie Goldberg. Yeah. But you guys are on strike in a second, right? Well, this is actually when I first joined the actors, the stage actors. Stage actors. No, uh, I was in New York for years unrelated, doing stage. So. Unrelated to the Screen Actors Guild? Unrelated. So wait, can you join? I'm in AEA. Can you basically. join the, the Screen Actors Equity Union. Can yeah. you join the Screen Actors Guild? Is Not Allie yet. Gold? I haven't been, well, yeah, yeah maybe, so, so, maybe, but I want to, I want to be the same across platforms. Yeah, but, but I think at the point at which you're succeeding as a film actress, uh-huh, uh, maybe that initiation fee to be Allie Gold on stage again won't seem so daunting. Yeah. No, again, I don't want to add any errands to my list. What, like, when? I have AllisonGoldberg.com. Okay, okay. And the more respectable Allison Goldbergs have got to be upset about this. There's like an investor at Time Warner and people Google her and like dick jokes pop up. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I don't, uh, I don't even know why I'm like against Allie, Allison Goldberg. I think it's yeah, a great name. Yeah, you're anti-Semitic? Is this I, what's I, happening? I, I'm Is Josh, this self-hating Jew? I'm Josh Edelman, but you know, I, if <laughs> yeah. I hadn't- You want to go by Josh Edel? Well, I was going to say, so. I was going to say, if I wasn't already tied into so many unions as Edelman, I'd be Josh Edel. Yes. Yeah, so you already knew the answer to your own uh, question. What <laughs> am I'm I in, doing? I'm in, I'm in zero unions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Because um, there isn't one for comedians, which is why no, we're all abused. No, if there was a comedians union, that would be the most picket line crossed union of all. Well, so is this. So is the a, the actors' equity the the stage one is as well, which is why it doesn't really work. Ah, okay. It's a mess. Like in New York, everyone's abused because no one gets together and strikes, which is actually because why everyone I think looks they're... everyone looks at their opportunity. It, like in the acting yeah. world, it's like, oh, they're striking. This is my chance. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's really sad. Whereas it's scary for me to, you know, I have to write all my scab screenplays in secret right now. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. You did just say that out loud, but yeah, um, we'll yeah, talk yeah, later yeah, yeah. about outside versus inside voices. <laughs> but um, no, but I do think it's great they're striking because in New York, no one ever decided to strike and the result is actors there are abused. Were you in any big shows in New York on stage? Mm, well, I um no. Did you did you <laughs> did you study Not that act- you've heard of? Yeah. Did you study acting in college? Yes. Where'd I you go to school? Theater. Yale. Yale? 
Yeah. Haven't heard of it. You um, know what? <laughs> say, people say the same thing. You got to get a new line for that. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Uh, but, uh, that's, I never know how to say it without cool. being an no, asshole. No, no, like, like, no big, no big uh, No, it's not a big deal for me because for me, all my college <laughs> friends went to Yale. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So for me, it's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I went to, uh, maybe you've heard of it, Harvard. Uh, Did you? No, I went to oh. NYU. <laughs> <laughs> NYU is great. You yeah, can't yeah, give yeah. me shit if you no, went no, to NYU. No, 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 exactly. And truth be told, truth be told, I went to NYU. NYU for two things that NYU excels the most at. It was where I wanted to go. Yeah. Could have been going to Harvard or Yale, but that was, you know, whatever. I, yeah, yeah, I wasn't yeah. interested. You wanted to go to New York. I, I got interested. it. That's fine. You could have. It's <laughs> for wanted to sure. live in the for big sure. city. Sure. Hey, look, here we are in the same place, so who cares? You How know what was I mean? Yale? That's a, that's a joke I love to make. I uh, feel like I need to raise this so I can. I'm working on my posture. Am mm-hmm. I doing better? Has, um, has stand-up comedy paid for your Yale education yet? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> do 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 a lot of the Yale alums become stand-up comics? Do you know a lot of? I know one. No, uh, I know one other Yale don't. alum. I know I one other Yale alum stand-up. You do? Can yeah, I yeah. Hang uh, Lydia Lou. I believe she went to that. Sounds Yale. cool. Um, yeah, yeah. She's no, blowing. She blew up on TikTok. Speaking of TikTok, fucking earlier. TikTok man. Um, they keep removing the sound from my clips. Why so, are they? Re- what do they say? I don't know. It doesn't even say why. Well, sometimes I have in the past. Have you been using the, music that? You don't have rights to. I've That'll been using be a reason? their music okay, that they that, suggest. That, that shouldn't happen. They have in the past that I don't have the rights to the audio, which is very frustrating because it is my voice. Oh, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe you don't have the rights to your voice. I don't. Welcome, I don't. welcome to the new millennium. People have said that I sound like a Disney character, so I wouldn't be surprised if Disney actually owned the rights to my voice. To your exact pitch. Yes. Um, <laughs> that makes sense. That makes That's sense. That's right. <laughs> All right. So I. I want to I want to talk to you a little bit about Love Isn't Blind. First off, the name Love Isn't Blind. Yeah. Why Love Isn't Blind? I know that there's the show Love yeah. Is Blind. I've never seen the show. Just to be clear. Okay. Okay. But why? <laughs> well, because like like so so why I, I I will this will lead to something. Why okay. Love Isn't Blind? Well, I think that a love isn't blind. I think you have to be attracted to the person, and if you're not attracted to the person, you're just friends. And then I think the ways that love... There have been times where I've been very attracted to the person. They've been very attracted to me, but they just don't want to be in a relationship because uh, love is expensive. <laughs> Maybe that's a good name for sure. Love, Wait, is, love, is, ex- love is expensive. Why is love expensive? Because they don't have enough money. So, okay, but maybe you need to be dating women who don't care about that. No, I have dated women that don't care about it <laughs> also. This is going to become therapy you know slash dating coaching. Well, yeah, I, I was hoping. Not that I, I was, I was hoping for that. I think that actually a lot of relationships start with them thinking they don't care about it and then learning that they do. <laughs> mm, maybe I'm biased because I have always worked in the arts and so I don't expect Say as you get older, you might it might change. Yeah, um, <laughs> I just think it's interesting. I think I think I I find that like you know when I like when I've dated yo- younger, yeah, they're more idealized about like where things are heading and love being love being love for the sake of love and like love being enough. Yeah, yeah. And then you get yeah. older and you're like, ah, there's other things that are are more important. That's why a lot of young people get divorced. Um, I think that get married young because they have no idea what they're doing. They have no idea what they're doing, and they don't really realize like like all the responsibilities um, involved in these big decisions. Yeah, and and then and then the other big problem with dating, I think, in Los Angeles particularly, or dating with There's creatives, so many. with so creatives, many. is that Where we all have such go? a big head. 
We all oh. we all think like we're all like I'm on I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I don't think that. And you I'm don't, trying. But you are on your way. <laughs> I'm You're, trying like, like the to love be... love isn't blind is blowing up. Well, you know, the funny You had thing... meeting with producers this morning. Was it about the show? Um it, it's about my next concept. Your yeah. next concept. But here's the thing, actually. I've been doing what I'm doing for years, and I've been a full-time comedy for years. I've only recently gotten better at posting on social media. Because this is not the first thing I've sold. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> great. Congratulations. But I don't, I don't promote it. And so it's so interesting. I'm trying to get better, but like, I don't know. I joke I'm not narcissistic enough for this career I chose. Like, I hate posting on social media. But about one year ago, I was like, Allie, you got to fucking get your act together. Yeah. Also, enough people told me, like, you're getting passed over for gigs because you don't have a social following. But, well, separately off. And it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. If there's anything I've learned in, like, trying to have a social following is it makes no sense. I actually think I actually think I cracked the code. Although you're again, you're doing well now. Your love is blind. I saw you had like a 200,000 view clip on uh, one of your. 450,000 now. 450,000. Damn. (laughs) Did that happen in like a week? Another Uh, 200 that or maybe I just happened yesterday. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was yesterday. But TikTok's crazier. Like TikTok, you could post something and then boom, it has 800,000 views. It's fucking nuts. But I don't understand. I can't post well, something and it no, has 800,000 views. Uh, just, and I post a lot. No, but after this, we can talk about it. Because okay. like, I do have suggestions. Cool. Yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. hear the suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> I have a new theory about it. Yeah. Um, so I have a... Um, uh, I have my shows that I run all yeah. under the banner of the LA Comedy Underground. Yeah. And when I have people on the show, And I've seen your show at the Improv. Oh. I came, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, did yeah. you bring, like, your family, too? No, I, no, you came oh, no, with no, no. My family came when I, we did stand-up. At Nightcap. Yes. Yeah, but I remember that. then I came that. to see you at the Improv. I feel like I remembered you bringing people, and I was very... You were actually lovely because um, every time my parents see me, I'm, like, really filled with fear because it generally ends in a discussion of how I should give up. And so you were great. You were great. You like involved my parents. You like made jokes about it. And you were great as a host because they wanted to come, but I was like, oh no. You know, and it's like chairs in a back alley. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they're, it's going to be a whole thing. As soon as you started hosting the show, I was like, they're going to like this. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, you know, what's funny is, um, it wouldn't be the first time my parents saw me, but like sort of the first time they saw yeah. me when I was like really hardcore doing this. Also, the very first time I did 30 minutes yeah. um, was in South Florida uh-huh. and uh, it was in this packed bar. But it was yeah. like my parents decide to, of course, sit in the very front row center yeah. as, as parents so do. You can't miss um, any reactions uh, or about, shame. About know. two minutes into my act, mm-hmm. the entire room starts chanting Trump at me. Um, what? Yeah. And I look at my phone. I see that I have 28 what? minutes left. And I'm like, what do you mean they start chanting Trump? I made I came out with my opening joke. It didn't get a laugh. So I started to do Ooh. crowd work with okay. someone in the front. Yeah. They said that they were visiting from Mexico, and I said, yeah. "Oh, and you came to Trump country, yeah, uh, for vacation." And then they started, chanting. and just the whole room just wow. like turned on me. And that they didn't like me from the second they heard Edelman, but they turned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On no, me. that could have been way worse, to be <laughs> honest. Like you didn't get hard. lynched; Edel- it's a win. Edelman you know? from yeah, LA. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, know, yeah, we yeah, know yeah. what we're. Yeah. We know what we got. I was here. hoping you meant a different part of Florida, because <laughs> well, I actually would love to take so Love Isn't Blind to the Jewish nursing homes. That's where I'm from. This was about forty minutes north. Okay. 
which, which gets a yeah, little more. Yeah, stay, um, stay, stay, it gets stay a little more, with the juice. Yeah. more homogenized. They love mm-hmm. me in Boca. Mm-hmm. No, but, I believe um, that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it was like, man, my parents had to watch me like fight with the entire audience for yeah. 30. I couldn't even look at oh, them no. like during I, no, no, it. No. So it's Honestly, like, so good. Yeah. Stand up scares me still. Like hosting my own shows is better I'm like in control and it's mine but stand up still feels like you never know what the fuck is gonna yeah, happen yeah but I'll tell you you know the beauty of stand up comedy of all the arts right now yeah. and the big thing going on especially with the writer's strike and stuff yeah. is that people are afraid of AI taking their jobs and AI maybe it can write shitty screenplays maybe yeah. it can regurgitate superhero movies but it can't write jokes yet yeah, so my next show is Comedians versus AI. Really? I rented a theater for June 22nd. Oh, I'd love to have you do it. June 22nd, I'm set, but I'm going to do it every month. And okay. I'd love to have you do it. But um, yeah, they're bad. They're bad. And I do think AI is a huge problem. And yeah, it's, I'm still not sure what to call it. Right now it's Comedians versus AI for shits and gigs. I think that's a good Network, name. Gigabytes, that's like giggles? That's like the Snakes know. on a Plane title of a comedy show. <laughs> yeah. Samuel well, Jackson. That's why I have like a subtitle for shits and gigs, but I also think it's good for people to know what they're getting into. But I'm going to have the comedians play a bunch of games. Some will be more straightforward and some will be insane. And then I have a tech guy who's going to be running like um, ChatGPT and the image generators on the fly. So I hope the humans win. Yeah, me. I've, I've put in there like tell a joke in the style of whatever. First of all, if you ask. If the humans lose, they have to all kill themselves <laughs> after. <laughs> I was wondering because what the penalty lives, was. Because their lives are, are now over. meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so the show ends in a mass suicide. And that's cool. You know, uh, I you're you're killing it with all these concepts. But I want to get back. You still haven't yeah. answered. Love isn't blind. Why is that? The, <laughs> why is that the title? I'm sensing a trend that's going to happen. Um. Well, A, because I think it shouldn't be blind. And also the ways in which it truly is blind, where like you're blind to someone's flaws is really bad. Don't do that. You know, I have a friend who's doing that right now. It's a mess. But um, so I think it's not blind. But I don't know. I just honestly post pandemic. So I used to create shows all the time. And then there was a global pandemic. And like a lot of other people, I didn't I didn't even notice how much it affected me. And then I realized I was scared to create a show. And and that really blew my mind to like acknowledge that I was afraid because I used to do it all the time. And then I was like, you know what? Sometimes I think emotions should be bottled up. I think they should be bottled up inside. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went to an open mic at The Crow and I was like, I'm going to rent this theater right now. I'm going to rent it now. I'm going to rent it right right now. Just going to do it. And then I'll come up with a show. And so post-pandemic, I wanted to create something like rowdy and interactive. And I think dating lends itself to that. But I also wanted to create something that I could sell. And I was like, game show format, sell. Dating format, sell. And like some shows that I brainstorm about, like the Comedians versus AI I've been like ruminating on for six months. Love Isn't Blind came up with it with a friend of mine who's not even, even a comedian in 10 minutes. We were like, game show. The men don't speak. I'll call their moms. Like so shouldn't it done. Have been... And then we were like, "Love isn't blind" because of "Love is blind," even though I don't even fucking what watch about, that show. What about "Love is mute"? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could have gone that direction it too. Gone, you "Love know? is mute." There's always other options because we're not talking. Right? No, I get it. I, I think see what love you did is there. Mute. I yeah, look. Yeah, yeah, I look. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, uh, us comedians. I think a lot of comedians make a mistake in that they date other comedians. I've made the mistake myself, where you date other comedians because you think, "Oh, we have never have we have a lot in common." But then yeah. you realize, no, you don't want competition. You want an audience. 
That's it's better. I I've had better success. I've had better success when I've dated someone who just loves that I'm really funny instead of feels any resentment for the success that I start getting. I don't know. I mean, I haven't actually dated a comedian, but I do love when I can like yes and with a dude, where it's just like boom 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 boom. boom sure, sure. You know? I've had, but I've had very good yes ands with people that weren't comedians. Right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Me too. I almost Me too. feel it. Almost feels like I remember. I mean, li- and listen, this is not the story for everyone. Some people are different, but like it's the story for everyone. <laughs> there was a comedian I was dating for a long time that um, I'd be like, hey, I wrote a no- new bit. And she's like, I don't want to hear it. And then. Well, that's uh, no good. You need to date someone supportive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> well, and then I dated someone who like wanted me to send uh, audio recordings of like open mics I went to. And I'm like, that's no good either. Um, <laughs> Wait, why does she want you to do that? She was just very interested. Um, then, but then it got to a point where she'd heard so much of my material yeah. that like coming to my shows was like, I've heard all this like five oh, times. Oh, I thought you were going to say she's heard so much she couldn't fuck you anymore. You no, know what no, I mean? No, but no, no, no. no. Okay. No, still no, still no. That, that, that's generally That's generally the reason yeah. why. They're fu- In fact, I'd be a huge dis advantage i think on love isn't blind simply because uh yeah but i haven't had comedians up there yet their asset is their voice and i silence them but i know i know i was thinking it might but, be fun. but but i you know you do call the moms and that is yeah. that is uh, another asset of mine. i have a really good mom oh i fucking love jewish moms and i've <laughs> and i've also come to realize through the show that i fucking love persian mothers mm, interesting they're out of control what about italian mothers out of control. i haven't had an italian oh, mother I have yet an but italian, i would love I have an to italian jewish all right mother. you're a pizza bagel yeah oh Oh, perfect. <laughs> she won't shut the fuck up, and I'm here for it. That's true. Um, sorry, <laughs> yeah, Mom. I was thinking. Of, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> love you too. I, I was thinking. Actually, I want to put you maybe on one where they are all comedians, and that's that show. Yeah, that'd be good. Like what happens Have you had when you silence a bunch apply? of comics? I've started to, but it's actually mostly been like normies, which mm-hmm. I, I'm loving. Um, so far, the best guys. Well, it's like you, yeah. you you take away the one thing probably normies are afraid of, which is talking exactly. in front of exactly. people. Exactly. A lot. Of, well, some guys are like a lot of guys who come to me. It's like their friends saw the show and then have like badgered them into it. And they like don't really want to be zooming with me, but they are. And like some guys are really skeptical. And then some guys are like. The thing I'm most worried about is sticking my foot in my mouth, and now I can't. You know what I mean? They're like excited. <laughs> then there are some guys who come on Zoom and they're like, "Do whatever. I'm ready. I don't care what you have to say. I'm ready." And I'm like, "I love you." One guy told me, "If you have to sabotage me for the joke, sabotage me." And I was like, "I'm not gonna do that, but we're gonna be great friends." And now we are. Hi, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, what's um? So what's the success rate? Have 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 has any love isn't blind yeah. resulted in an actual relationship? So my. Okay, so first of all, there have been couples coming out of the audience for sure. Out of the audience. Yes. So it's funny because I also have a dating, uh, uh, a singles mixer comedy show that oh, you I do? haven't, I haven't put it out up yet. But it's like oh. it's one of the shows I'm, it's one of the added shows I'm working on. Oh, okay. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Maybe now, sure. maybe after. Okay. Yeah, after. after. Uh, <laughs> but um, so there's definitely couples coming out of the audience, and something I do at every show is I bring up. Um, it started with my favorite, most shameless couple, Lauren and Chris. They're just good friends of mine. Uh, Lauren and I met in Hebrew school because friends that pray together stay together. We'll just leave that there. I'm not religious. Anyway, um, we just like to say that at parties and like not comment. Anyway, so Lauren and Chris are my most shameless friends. I give them wings and they're our resident wingman and wingwoman. 
And so for the first time, though, last month, my wing couple was a couple who met in, an, in the audience in a previous show, which was really fun. So the wingman, wing woman, like help introverted people throughout the show meet each other. Or if a guy is eliminated, they go see the wing people. They're waiting for the, him with a drink. They <laughs> see like what he likes. Does he think anyone in the audience is cute? So I am making matches in the audience. On stage, there have been some couples that have gone on a few dates and I'm like super invested, but then it doesn't work out. Um, my cup. So last month, the bachelorette, ended up going out with the runner-up oh, that she really? eliminated. And he's given her so much shit for eliminating him. So they are kind of seeing each other. It's only, it was only last month. And they're coming together to my show this Saturday with his mother who's in town. <laughs> why Why did he get eliminated? Um, the clips are online. Yeah, he was a he was a roller coaster in the was, best of ways. Oh my god! Roller, but like, like, okay, so it's like how again? How are how are the and you know what? It's not fair because I haven't been able to make it to a show yet. Currently, yes. main reason I haven't been to a show yet, genuinely, is my car was stolen. It's hard to oh, get. No. To, it's hard to get to Santa Monica oh, right no. now. It's not, well, it's not in Santa Monica, and there was oh. one in Hollywood, but that's okay. To be honest, it's a relatively new show. I started it in September. Oh, okay. I just always thought it was at the Crow. Although I did no. recently see clips that looked like they weren't at the Crow. Yeah, the Crow's lovely to work with, but it's it's pretty small. So I've been bop- popping around to other theaters. But, I know um, a lot of people. I know a lot of people have plenty of trouble filling up the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> well, so good. You know, on, so good on you for for needing a bigger space. Yeah, but also to be fair, like I have five people on stage doing something they've never done before and will never do again, right? And they're mm-hmm. usually not performers, so they're pumped to tell their friends. Yeah, totally, too. totally. So that's, I gotta that's, give them that's credit a really as well. smart. That's like you created a bringer setup without the <laughs> without without but it like, being a without bringer, yeah. the horrors of having to go sit through a bringer show. Right, right. So like you've created a, it's really kind of brilliant because you've created a setup where people are coming to the show yeah. and then being brought by someone who has never done this yeah. before. And then I bet a lot of those people become returning people because yes. they had a great time. Yes, there's a lot of returning audience members and I'm having a lot of strangers DM me with things like, one girl wrote me a couple weeks ago after the last show and said, I got two dates from the audience in your show. I'll be back next month. You know what I mean? So, so it is definitely growing and... I've gotten some nice press, which is good. And totally. so, yeah, it's growing. But now, marketing, now, as you know, is like such for, a pain For the, in the press, ass. are you going out? Do you have a publicist? Are you like seeking out the press or is it, is it was it's it just, just completely me random? And I pitch. You pitch. So you, we can also talk about that after hit, we yeah, decide. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been that. trying to get some press for these incredible shows I'm producing that are selling out on their own word of mouth. Uh-huh. But I don't know why I don't have anyone coming to. We can I'll, talk I, about did get, that. I did get an LA Times. Uh, oh, that's great. Shout out. Shout out. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the other interesting thing for comedians about press is there's some press that sounds and looks really cool. And then there's press that moves tickets. Yes. That's the press. Right? You so want. like if you get listed in We Like LA, do you know about that? No. You'll sell out. You okay. know what I mean? So we can talk We can talk about that. I'll, awesome. Honestly, I'll share my spreadsheet with you. Sweet. You <laughs> Amazing. You're the best. You're the best, Allie. Well, I do think comedians, I think people should be helping each other out more. I think we're all kind of like doing the same work. Oh, I mean, I can't even tell you. I, so I have, I have two kind of things where, that I'll get hit up for. One thing I am happy to help out with. The other thing I am not happy to help out with. Okay, which one? Um, the thing I'm happy to help out with is uh, I get people who are starting shows that just ask me for advice. And I will give you like my 11 steps to like selling out a show, having a great show, booking a great show. Yeah. Um, happy to share all my secrets in that, in that vein. Yeah. The thing I don't like helping out with is when people ask me how to get their shows at the venues I'm currently doing my shows Uh, at. Ah, okay. Because generally speaking, it's like, A, I've like managed to get a great time slot. Yeah. 
at this venue, and the last yeah. thing I need is someone coming in and stealing uh, your time slot, stealing my time slot, or creating competition, or like, yeah, you know, I've had I had an experience once in my life um, back when I was a magician in New York. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, and I talk about this a lot. You know what? Actually, if you're I watching my clips. This, you've seen me talking. about it. I do kind of recall uh, this now. But I, I was, think it was so shocking that I like blacked out and came <laughs> to. You know what I mean? Um, right? Because I saw you also at um, the show at El Cid, and you did magic. Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. You okay. Saw me I there. saw you do magic. Um, <laughs> so well. Yeah. So when I was a magician in New York, one of the first things I was doing was working at a magic store. Yeah. And um, and I was like the top selling guy there and then they brought in a guy and then that guy for like a week just had all of his friends coming in and buying from him so it looked to my oh. manager like he was fucking crushing it yeah and then i lost like a ton of my hours oh, and no. then but then it like just it dipped hugely for yeah. him right after that and my manager caught on and i got my spot back but the last thing i want is for someone to be like i would this. maybe not be so traumatized by that experience but no, no, i but, think but, that there's a lot of time slots out there and if their show sucks it sucks you yeah know what yeah I, mean? I know i'm still i'm still yeah i think I'm we still, should move on from from the well, magic here's, experience. Here's, but here's the other, here's the other thing. So when it comes, I'm constantly on edge that I'm going to lose my venues because I've got great venues. Yeah, I know at, what you mean. At, yeah. at, at ideal oh, times. people so are I'm, like, you're doing so great. And I'm like, it could fall apart tomorrow. Yeah, like, I'm, don't I'm, tell I'm me that. Friday <laughs> night at the Hollywood Roosevelt. I'm Saturday night at the Improv. Those yeah. are highly sought after Wait, spots. Wait, every Friday and Saturday? No, no, no. Once a month. Yeah, they can get the other weeks. Yeah, the Roosevelt wants me to do more. Yeah. Um, more weeks. Well, there's are, there are other things on other yeah. weeks. But the yeah, Roosevelt yeah. wants me to do more weeks. But I'm still like, I had like, Four sellout shows in a row. What I'm hearing then is I don't had, cross Josh because years later he will I had, remember. I had four sellout shows and then I had one where 20 people came and then it sold out the next week. But when that 20 people show happened, I was like, they're going to cancel me. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> now, I hear you because it is it is such a volatile career. Totally. So. Um, and uh, But the other thing is that I do tours and I book tours and I like send people to, on the road. To South Florida? No. Uh, no, no. Through like the Southwest Just and kidding. then all yeah, up don't the go coast. To country. And it's like I've like found these venues and I'm putting them together. And like yeah. here's the thing. It's like I will sell out a 150 seat theater in um, New Mexico that yeah. nobody has a show in. And people will come and it's a great show and they have a great time. If it starts getting diluted in my mind by yeah. other people doing shows. They're not going to register that this person's stand-up show is different than my stand-up show. They're just going to start thinking, I don't like stand-up shows as much as I thought. Mm-hmm. Versus if it's like a once-a-month experience for this town to go yeah. see a stand-up show, they're all going to come, and I'm going to make sure there's good comics there, and they're going to have a great time, and it's going to sell out every time. Yeah, no, you're not. you're not wrong. And I think that's... One of the many difficulties in stand-up is that there are so many stand-up shows, and from an outside perspective, they are all the same. But like, uh, yeah, totally. But I'll also help you find, like, I'll tell you how to find a good venue. You okay, can, great, great, yeah, great, yeah, great, yeah. great. I just He's don't, not I just a don't total wanna, asshole. I just, yet. I just went through so much work to get this that yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's tough for me but to have someone thing- just come in and be like, hey. Can uh, can I get all that legwork you did and hundreds yeah. of emails well, you sent? Well, I sent? think we're probably <laughs> actually on the same page in the sense that I'll tell you how, but I'm not going to go do the work for you, right? And and you've probably found this as well. There are a lot of comedians who say they want to do these things, but they're not willing to put in the work of actually producing and marketing. They just want to get up and do their time. And yeah, and that's that's another interesting thing. And that's is, fine, but like, let's be realistic about what they're gonna do. And and I think like anything, producing shows is the thing you just get. Like 
for me now, I see people, I was talking to someone yesterday who had a good show that I really liked. And they're like, yeah, we're not doing it anymore. It's too stressful to like try and get people out. Yeah. And I'm just like, for me now, I have my three shows and every one of them is just a series of tasks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I do A, B, C, D. Yeah. It'll probably sell out it might but not you're smart but that's about it a lot of people just like sit there and stress and post and post and post and don't think of like I do other that too. Stre- yeah 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 <laughs> but you know what i mean but they don't they're like oh, it didn't sell I, I did nothing but it didn't sell you know what i mean it's like I well do, you gotta do it. it's a lot of work i do believe relentless posting is important and this yes, is this yes, is this yes. is why this is actually i always have a i always have an explanation for why the thing works no i mean you're right that relentless posting works but you got to do other stuff relentless too. posting works because what happens is it gets to whatever night your show is and somebody goes well all right i'm not i don't have anything to do tonight. what do i want to do and they at least know your thing is happening that night because they haven't heard you shut the fuck up about it. It's the bane of my existence how ticket sales happen in the final 48 hours for the most part. It kills me all the time. I just have to accept it. I just have to, I'm at a point now where I don't even ask some of my venues where tickets are at. Yeah, I think that's a good practice. Because I'm just like... Because I'll just fucking refresh. Because I like... I mean, I remember I was doing it and I had the improv at like four tickets the morning of my show. And then by by nighttime, it had sold 20 oversold out. Right. No, it's crazy. It's crazy. But then the thing too is like I'm sitting there thinking, well, have I done the legwork that enough people know about it and they're going to show? Because I've had similar experiences where you wake up, there's a handful of tickets and then you sell 100, 150 that day. And it's fucking crazy. And it literally... People in LA, gives me a panic attack. people, in, you know, I, I remember one day. This I looked, was true in New York too. Well, New York and LA. I, yeah. well, what I was about to say is, I did a thing once where I went, "How many comedy shows are happening today?" Yeah. And I went on a oh, and I went on all the I things don't even just to see. Know. There don't. were ninety. I wish shows. That I could mute this. There were ninety shows noise happening canceled, that you were, you were competing. I don't know. <laughs> you were competing <laughs> with ninety different shows <laughs> for one day. So again, it's it's how do you make your show Although stand out? How many of those do you think are complete shit? Totally. Well, that's like, the thing. You probably make it, eighty. You make it stand out. People see people see your show selling out. They're going to want to go to your show more. Yeah. You do something distinct, like wearing suits, jazz bands playing at yeah. a hotel with other fun things happening. That seems more exciting than inside a basement of yeah. a bar. I actually always try to book well in advance, and I think it's the producer in my head that like when I support other people's shows, I try to buy it early. But I'm still guilty of it too. And when I'm, yeah, when I buy last minute, I'm like, I hate myself. I'm doing the same. People thing. in Los Angeles and New York want to know, want to make sure they're doing whatever the best thing is that night. Yeah. Although it has gone to, but my sometimes the improv show will sell out early, and the Roosevelt show has on occasion sold out even as far as a week in advance. Yeah, Love Isn't Blind has sometimes, right? And it's like, what the fuck is it going to be? It's so relaxing when it sells out early. It's so relaxing. Nothing like it. I'm like, I can just work on other things and think through the show itself. Uh-huh. Like, just, just hang, just be. So, what was the <laughs> what was the first show you sold? So, and did it did it come out? Did it happen? Yeah. So, I've sold a bunch to digital, and those are out. Those were years ago, and then most recently, right before the pandemic, um, I used to have this sh- this live show. I might do it live again, but I used to do a live show where I would perform and analyze audience members' text breakups live on stage, and I'd have a guest comedian come out and like do the other side with me. You would be great if I start doing this again. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really fun. And if you submit live, you get a free shot. So, 
shots for shots. Um, and it was fucking wild. Like it was crazy what people would come with and they would come ready. And the show was called How to Break Up by Text, so, which is why I think straightforward titles are sometimes great. Like people didn't need to know anything else. What's the best way to break up by text? I mean, don't. That's the yeah, secret. Yeah, is yeah, don't. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, yeah. I had. Uh, but it, I can tell you the best way. Yeah. What's the yeah. best way? So if I think if it's really early, like nobody wants to be broken up in person if it's like a handful of dates. Dude, I've learned that lesson. So I just talked about it on the show. So I won't. Uh, I had. I got held hostage for like six hours by somebody. You're like I don't need this. Like yeah. We went oh, on a like couple like dates, literally like, dangerously me... held hostage. Wow. 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 <laughs> for wow. someone I didn't even kiss that I just. Uh, okay, that's fucked up. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. We'll talk about it after. Like, at least if you got laid, it's like. Well, you know, because I already uh, went through it. Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go listen to that one. But yeah, but I say that if it's really early and you're gonna do it by text, say like, "Hey, I had a really great time. I love that you love blank. Don't make it physical. Don't be like love that ass. You know what I mean? Be like, I love that you're so into ping pong. You're so cool hearing about it. <laughs> I'm very then, into ping pong. You know, and then you know, I just, but I, I just don't think that we're a match. It feels more platonic, right? Because then you're like. It's that's not a, them. That's the, it's like, that's the, that's, that's the line. The, that's, that's the, the film, line. That's the film slash comedy festival email rejection of text messages. <laughs> yeah. That's but because that's the best way to do it. Yeah, but get, in general, get, don't. I, I, I if when I when I open up an email from like a festival I submitted to, and it's like thank you, so I just stop reading right there. <laughs> <laughs> if it starts with thank you, you're like I'm fucked. If yeah, it doesn't yeah. start with congratulations, yes. so when I break up with people, I mm. go congratulations. <laughs> you're free. I start out with congratulations. I think that's you great. don't have to date me Mazel anymore. Tov. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great, great. Um, but anyway, so it was crazy. <laughs> How when- do you think that would be? Congratulations, you don't have to date me anymore. Honestly, if I was dating a male comic and that's what he sent me, I'd be like, I get it. <laughs> I see what you did there and I can't be upset about it. That's it my also, because like, it was only a couple dates in. Like, if we... I've never broken up with anyone, so um, Wait, I've always never? been on the other. No one that it's been like a relationship well, with. Cause, yeah, because you did get held hostage for six hours. I've, so. I've ended things with people I've gone on like two dates with. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I don't think this is, you know, yeah. where I think I'm being the good guy saying, I don't think this is working out in person at the end of the second date. Yeah. Uh, instead of like letting it linger and making yeah. them feel bad. Yeah. Now I think I might ghost. I might, I might. I've I had, think ghosting is okay if neither party follows up. And I, like if she oh, texts you like, oh, I had a great time last night and you don't write back, that's not nice. Yeah, well, I will... Uh, one time, uh, I went out with a girl and we both weren't feeling it. At least that's the sense I got. Yeah. And I just never messaged. If you're both not feeling it and nobody follows up, just like, let it, let it go. Yeah, I didn't message. She didn't message. Two weeks went by and then suddenly I got a message being like, Hey Josh, I just want to let you know I didn't really feel like this was a match. Uh, Two weeks later, yeah, I know. you're like, I've I forgotten like, your name. Yeah, I know. I was like, I was like, uh, someone was hurt a little much by the no chance to reject me from the message. That's bizarre. Just Two needed weeks later. to let me know that they weren't feeling. I was Especially like, I like, got, I got. In it. text years, that's a million years. Yeah, a million. You know, a yeah, million no, years. that's unnecessary. Um, but anyway, I sold that to an audio platform that I'm not allowed to say but you could guess it you're not allowed you know what i mean <laughs> she's not allowed to promote the show she it's sold it's so stupid it's so stupid i was on the savage love cast and i was like this is a great opportunity 
for us to promote the shit out of this show. And they were like, no, we're doing a, you know, a release and this is not, you can't. It was so It's stupid. not out yet? I was like, later you're going to pay him to talk about it, you know? It's not even out yet? It's not out yet. I, I recorded the trailer last week. It's completely done. And it's done. you. You're on it. So I executive produce and host. And the format from The Breakup Show is that celebrities perform your breakup texts and then an expert joins and we break down your breakup. It was super fun. Like so much fun. I hope we get you know a season two, you know but it's not even out yet. I'm not going to find out about season two for like a year. Wait, so season one is out? Season one is not out oh, okay, yet. Okay, so okay. I'm saying I'm not even going to hear about season two for like a year. Oh, okay. You know? Oh, well, well, you know yeah. what? You know what I think is extra funny about it? Like, yeah. if I was the studio, the thing that I would be worried about in you promoting the show is someone stealing the concept and getting it out there before they do. But you're That's apparently very nice of you. you're apparently allowed <laughs> to talk about the I concept. Can talk about the concept. You I just, just can't tell them where the they platform. can find it eventually. Yes, it's it makes absolutely no sense. But I hope your mom will listen. You know? Anyway, coming soon um, <laughs> to Audible, Allie Gold's text. Uh, text. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, but anyway, so that was game you, show. That was really fun. So I sold that during the pandemic, you know, and they were like, nothing's going into production. How do you feel about audio? And I was like, I feel great, you know. <laughs> and then Love Isn't Blind, I recently optioned. So I'm hoping that sells. And now optioned as a video show. So optioned. Because I like don't know how. Gonna... I don't know how Love Is Mute uh, works as a. <laughs> <laughs> audio show. No, not audio. This one we're pitching to TV. <laughs> we'll be pitch- I'm hopefully going to be pitching networks in the next month or two. And then um, one of the many reasons that I went with this particular company, um, I also think the woman I'm working with is, I love her. Um, but uh, basically, they, they have a huge digital arm. So they were like, if TV doesn't buy, though I don't even want to put that out there because I want to sell it to TV. But uh, they're going to make a digital show. So I'm sort of guaranteeing that it has some kind of life. And then I'm going to start Comedians versus AI for shits and gigs and try to sell that This one. is great. This is great. So we'll you're kind but of like I worry blending. that it will, everything will disappear at any moment. You're blending a lot of like your improv background with, I think, a sort of stand-up vibe a little bit. My background um, is actually, I was a big theater dork theater for dork. years. But you did improv. I remember when I, I met you at the, improv. I thought at the I did a ton of sketch. sketch. I did a ton sketch, of sketch, sketch comedy. Sketch. Yes, yes, oh, yes, okay. yes. But um, yeah, no, I've never done improv, which does surprise people. But I love, I lo- I've always loved fucking around with people. So that's cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. I just, uh, well, uh, my path was pretty circuitous, but basically I loved theater started creating my own shows. They kind of turned out to be comedy and then I just leaned in basically. But so yeah, now I'm doing a ton of hosting, but different than the hosting you do. The hosting you do, I find very impressive. I don't think I can do that kind of hosting. Oh, just like <laughs> coming out and getting the audience. Uh, yeah, I'm not great at that. Like I'm getting really the audience good. to shut the fuck up and pay attention. And warming them up and segueing between comics. Like, I, I don't know. No one's asked me to do it yet and I have not pursued it because I'm like, I think you'd be good. I'm, I think I, not to toot my own horn, I am fantastic when it's my show and there's a format and I've got my games and I know what's happening, right? Like I'm running it when it's just, but yeah, no, when I, when I, I'm very impressed. The trick to hosting, the trick to hosting is, is one, don't take it personally. Yeah. You get up there first. Like I always say, the first thing I know when I'm walking out on stage at the beginning of a show is that everyone in the audience is in the middle of a conversation about to get to a punchline to some story or joke that they're telling. And then suddenly you walk on stage and you're like, hey, everyone shut the fuck up and pay attention to me now. Yeah. And everyone's like upset. Nobody wanted the show to begin when the show begins. Yeah. Uh, They want they wanted to go to the show, but they never wanted it to start. (laughs) telling you I think that's that's a great attitude too just like internalizing like my first few jokes 
will probably bomb. So and you, it's not me. <laughs> yeah, your first job is get everyone from not wanting to be at a show to realizing they're yeah. happy to be at a show. Yeah. Then your job for the rest of it is just make sure that you do something. You can either do something or know when to do something or nothing in between. Yeah. But just make sure that there's something that gives the next person an opportunity to succeed. Oh, that's lovely. Um, yeah. It's like, it's like, because if you, there's someone with super high energy and then you know the next person has super low energy, don't just walk up there and be like, here's the next person. Yeah. Give it a mo, like, do some joke to just reset everyone's expectation. Yeah. Um, oh, that's if great. somebody bombs horribly yeah. and everyone's in an awkward mood, you got to acknowledge it. They got to make, oh. you got to acknowledge it because once you acknowledge it, you put everyone at ease that they're not. How that they have don't you acknowledged have to... it in a way that doesn't make that comic feel like they want to kill themselves? Well, I a mean, a lot of comics have died. They've died. Yep. You got like they already want to nah, kill themselves. That's a bad joke because they have. Died. <laughs> like uh, there was somebody once who just was doing this whole thing about like right after Kobe died, they were yeah. doing a whole thing about Kobe Bryant, and everyone was in like, the audience was like just not happy about it. Yeah. And I just walked up and goes. Remember when Robin Williams died and everyone <laughs> laughed? <laughs> okay, okay. I was just That's like, a smart way to do it, and it's not necessarily. I wasn't saying like, like that guy sucked. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, just yeah, went yeah, up yeah, and yeah. like was like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Hey, just thought we were talking about sad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Okay. You know, nice, nice and quick. Uh, if you have something that can like continue the conversation so like if someone's doing something in their act and you yeah. have a bit or you come up with something there yeah. that kind of continues the conversation yeah. that's a smooth way to transition into the next yeah. person also so those are my those are my hosting tricks those are great tips i hope and always i hope you enjoyed them and don't get don't get like upset that you have to keep going out there even if you're not doing well it's your job <laughs> Oh, to just keep going. Keep I going, always keep have going. a joke, yeah. like on on uh, my show. I'm like, I'm like, it's always weird to like go up and bomb the hosting spot, yeah. and then hope everyone I booked on the show bombs too, so that, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. better about myself. Yeah, that's no good. That's no good. I love seeing comic friends doing the same material over and over again because you always believe that you're the only one where it's so variable. Sometimes, you know what I mean. And then you see your friends, and you're like, okay, I have to always remember that they're. Everyone's sets are received differently based on the audience, you know? Mm -hmm. But checking the time, checking the no, time. No, checking the oh, person good. calling me. You're good. Uh, scam, scam you? likely. Love that. He calls that me so you. fucking much. <laughs> he, he loves you. <laughs> um, do you have other show concepts that like are, are in the back burner? Um, not yet. Not yet. I think the thing that is like really rejuvenating is that I didn't create anything for so long during the pandemic and I got kind of scared and I was like, I have no ideas. And I was like, Oh, maybe I don't. I don't have this anymore, right? Not realizing, like, no, I didn't have ideas because I wasn't out living in the world. So I'm hoping that I'll create this next show. Hopefully, option that because I think it's a numbers game, and then hopefully by the time that happens, I'll have the idea for the next. Um, that's my plan. What's uh, so? Do you kind of like? Is your like first love sort of like show producing? No, show I creating. Hate producing. I hope. Uh, I love creating. Show creating. Show creating. I love creating. creating shows and being in the shows. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The producing part, nobody likes. Producing, the producing I part. fucking hate it. And a lot of people, they're like, "You're so good at it. Will you help produce my show?" And I'm like, "Absolutely not. I'd rather kill myself. Like, there's no. I hate it. It's a necessary evil." The end. 
I uh, I say, you know, I like recently sort of s- semi, I still do a little bit of it. I basically was like a full-time video editor and I like have cut all my biggest clients and like oh, I'm just that's doing a great skill though. I need to take an editing class. I'm like doing a couple of, you don't hire me for do like small things. I'm yeah. available. Um, cause I don't like working. I find that like when you work for something that's big, they want to squeeze every minute yes. out of every yes. cent that they're paying you yes. versus when you have small clients, they're just so happy that you got the thing. And yeah. it's like, great. I have life, uh, to basically what I was originally saying was be a full-time comic. And what I've realized, is I'm not a full-time comic. I'm a full-time comedy producer that gets to do Mm. a little bit of comedy (laughs) on the shows I produce. Because like when I go on tour, I produce 30 shows uh, on the road. But I feel like that's how it is for all successful comics. For a while, but no, then there's like, you know, Matt Reif who goes on his world tour where somebody's booking him everywhere and then the tickets sell out uh, in two minutes or, you know. You know, Bill Burr isn't calling the venues. But there's a lot of big people who are still doing their own... To a degree, to a degree, but okay, so here's a story about AI. And comedy, yeah. That uh, I, I, I mean, think I think is really the hustle funny. never ends. You know, I uh, when I was on tour, I was having a tough time selling tickets at this one venue in Tucson. Mm-hmm. So I decided, let me see what an AI recommends. So I went onto this AI program that was like supposed to create an ad that works. Yeah. And I was like, I input all the information. I'm like, comedy show, LA Comics coming to Tucson on this date. What's the ad that'll sell this out? Yeah. And uh, I gotta hand it to the AI. The ad they came out with would have 100% sold my show out. I just couldn't use it. Why? Why couldn't you use it? Because the ad was Tom Segura live in Tucson. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the AI found was the most effective strategy to sell out a comedy show in Tucson, Arizona with LA Comics. Wait, you're making me think that when when I have you on the show, if they're AI versus comedians, I should have you guys pitch yourselves and then the AI writes an ad. <laughs> mm, mm, interesting, interesting. Because that's funny that that's what it did. Yeah, I don't know. That was what that was what they came up with. That's really and funny. I was like, that uh, makes me hopeful for my show. Because <laughs> that's funny. And I'm going to have a tech guy live who's curious. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it often gives you bullshit and you got to curate live. Yeah. But, uh... But yeah, I mean, like that's the thing is, it's like fine, you know. Louis, so Louis decides to just to book lie. Madison Square Garden. I love the idea of you just lying everywhere you go and showing up and being like, "Sorry, Tom couldn't make it, but you all <laughs> uh, bought a ticket." Star, star lineup subject to change. Listen, I, you lineup know what? Subject to change. Uh, what's the fucking guy in New York that has lied about all of his experience and his name is completely? The congressman, you know, this would have oh, been... Oh, George Santos? There you go. The George you know what San- I mean? It's I'm the, in. I'm the George it's Santos in. of comedy. That's how people are doing it. You heard it here, <laughs> you know? But like, like We Louis, live in a post-truth world. Louis sold out Madison Square Garden, and he booked Madison Square Garden himself, and he, you know, whatever your feelings about Louis are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he, you know, he did that himself. You know, he jerked but off backstage, but he still did sell it. He put out ads that made sure enough people yeah. that like him know who he is, but He's gonna, his name is what's going right. to sell it out. There's right. like it could be a black screen that just says Louis C.K. live at Madison Square Garden tickets and on sale sell. now, and yeah. that ad will sell. You yeah. know, and he doesn't need a beautiful graphic. Yeah. Um, I actually heard Lady Gaga speak like a decade ago, and it was funny. She was already super famous, but she said it. She still. It was so funny to me because she couldn't. She that disconnects with her fame, where she was like. 
yeah, when I have a show, I'm like, well, shouldn't we start marketing? And her team's like, no, we just, we're just going to drop your name. You know what I mean? But it was funny to see her like be a person where she's like, no, we have to start promoting the show. And it's like, you're Lady Gaga. We don't have to do that anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> but the fact that she didn't know, I don't know, made her very human and real. Well, it's interesting. Uh, I actually saw Lady Gaga. So we went to NYU at the same time. And, oh, wow. Um, There's I, clips of her on YouTube at the bitter end in New York as, say, as just as Stephanie Germanata. And they're say, amazing. I saw her there That's uh, back then. And yeah. I remembered thinking to myself, this girl's fucking talented. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 it was one of the first experiences I had in my life of like seeing someone and being like, I think they're going to make it. Yeah. Like, like, where it's really it just... cool to watch those clips because she is great. And actually, I went down a wormhole and you can see the progression where it's just a girl at a piano, but she's so talented. And then she starts like developing this persona and getting really into it with the keys. And then it gets bigger and bigger. But it's really wild. But yeah, she's so talented. Yeah. I've Because there's a lot of celebrities where you're too. like, I don't, why are you fucking Lady Gaga is my type. Um. <laughs> She'll be the bachelorette on Love Isn't Blind for sure. For sure. At some point. Sure. At some point. <laughs> you and me, Lady Gaga. Never, you know, I'll sign a. I'll sign a. Yeah. Uh, Actually, prenup. my sister-in-law um, has a friend who dated her in college way back. Oh in the day. yeah, I probably know the guy. And apparently, um, she was like, "Yeah, I'm going to be famous." Yeah. Which is a little annoying, but also accurate. But apparently they all made fun of her. Like, oh, this, this girl like thinks she's gonna be famous, and then and yeah, yeah, then, they made like a they made like then, a Facebook group that was oh, like, yeah, Stephanie will never be famous. Oh, I do but, think I know this same well, story. Who got the last laugh on that? Oh one. my god! <laughs> well, the other thing that non-performers don't understand I is say that that, I, that fuels us. Yeah, if oh. you make that Facebook group about me, I'm gonna work even harder. Totally, you're probably gonna have. <laughs> you're probably not gonna care about this I'll at all. I'll cancel all my plans. <laughs> Jimmy Butler, basketball player, right now. Yeah. Uh, he was playing in a game, and he wasn't having that great a game. This is recently. They're in the finals now, and uh, a guy started talking trash to him, and then he just went off and like it fueled him yeah uh i feel fuel i mean my my uh <laughs> my thing is that i feel like i'm gonna be big by 41 okay which is a great uh, goal. four years less than four years away okay which um it used to be 40 but i lost 35 to the, to the pandemic yeah. no, no before the pandemic <laughs> it was 40 oh okay, okay. i gave my yeah. i added a year because i lost a year. honestly you lost two years so i lost two years well the pandemic was long it felt long yeah but so i got locked down so i lost my birthday is march 16th oh we got march locked first. we got locked down on march 12th yes and i got oh vaccinated God. in april of 2021 yeah so i was 34 when the pandemic started i was yeah. 36 when i went back out into the world yeah, so two years so no no I know what you mean. One whatever, year, one whatever, year. whatever. No, but I will say it's like, but people didn't start just going back out and doing things. Like, I only feel like just now is my life back up to like pre-pandemic levels. I'm just saying, cut yourself more slack. Well, I'm trying I'm, to give you more slack. I'm saying- You I'm, have till 42. I'm saying that I'm at the point now where I kind of miss You're the pandemic. You're a man, you have forever. Yeah, sure. As a woman, you should, <laughs> like, they just expect you to roll over and die after like- Well, you just gotta, you know, but, but comedy, 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 comedy- that's what's beautiful about the comedy Actually, world do feel like versus, versus, uh, versus other things because comedy, yeah. comedy isn't purely dependent on your youth and beauty. Yeah. It's uh, like you look at Jessica Kirsan who's blowing up right now. Yeah. I don't know how old she is, but she's not 
30. Right, uh, right. No, I agree with you, actually. I do and, find that and very encouraging. And you, and you become, you know, if you keep working at it, you get funnier, generally speaking. I have yeah. seen some people <laughs> just lose it, which is weird. Oh, don't even, um, I don't even want to hear that. You know what I mean? I can't even. Well, they're usually <laughs> crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah But, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. they had something and then they go yeah. down some And actually, wormhole. one of my favorite performers, I remember seeing her at UCB at this tiny show, like, no one was there, and she's unbelievable unbelievable and she was already in her 40s at that point her name's Bridget Everett she has a show now she's unbelievable but apparently it was like guys on her softball team were like you should be singing you should be performing and so she started and it really took off pretty quickly but yeah she's like she has a show now, I think, on HBO or something like that. But Plus, you guys are moving the goalpost. I mean, you guys have, like, you know, the Me Too what? movement oh, has, women, really, yeah, yeah. has really fought to, like, change Yeah, uh, I feel like nature. you're about to tell a joke, but I do, I agree with you. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a serious moment. Yeah, you guys, no, you guys made like a lot. So, you know, I think you guys are just smile more, you know? <laughs> you're, you're winning. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> good, yeah, good, yeah, good yeah, catch, yeah, good yeah, catch. Good yeah. catch. I thought I really <laughs> snuck that in nicely. Um. <laughs> no, it, it is getting better. I mean, to be honest, like you were asking me about my past and theater and stuff. And this was a long time ago. But part of why I stopped doing theater is as a kid, it was so fun to create something with people. And it was so exciting. And then I got to the real world. And there now it's, cha it's changed a lot in the past decade. But the roles available to women were so limited. And I grew disillusioned with it very quickly. Right. Like if you look at any classical classic musical, it's like. You got the ingenue, the quirky, slutty sidekick, which is what I've always played, obviously, and the old maid. That's it. That's it. Like, look at Oklahoma. You have, like, uh, Lori, Aunt Eller, and the girl, Ado Annie, I can't say no. And so that's it. So I started creating my own shows pretty early, and then they Here's Here's a good question comedy. for you. So when you asked, like, have you been anything big? I was like, I've done my own stuff for a long time. I mean, that's basically... <laughs> listen, I, I, I'm a huge... This is thing that I've always said and and I understand there's there's a double-edged sword to this mm -hmm. but uh I'm always like I've never in my life waited for permission permission is the hardest thing to come by so it's like I made a documentary well, spoken like a and, true man in a good way I wish I ha I'm learning that confidence but no now. but you're doing that yeah. you're 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 not waiting for someone you're not like writing a show idea and right. then just going to people right. with because here's the biggest lesson I've learned in my life it's yeah. that people don't want to start they want to jump on Yes. People, yes. people see yes, a train yes, yes, moving yes, yes, without yes, yes, yes. them. Yeah. They're running to catch that train. Yeah. People, you're asking someone to drive that train with you. They don't want to drive the train. Yeah. But they'll get scared if they see the train leaving the station without them. Yeah. So, yeah, you're doing that. Like I said, I made I made a documentary. Um, I didn't wait for someone to say, hey, here's a bunch of money to make it. I just yeah. went out and started doing it. Yeah. Uh, I've made a web series that won yeah. a bunch of awards and has no views. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think I always felt for a long time, especially because I was doing sketch comedy for years, I felt like I had to have an ensemble. I had to have a partner. And I love collaborating. But it took me a long time to have the confidence to be like, I need to go out on my own. And frankly, doing it alone has been much more productive Man, and lucrative because collaborators are, it's great if you find a great one, but they've yeah. caused me a lot so of pain. Many, yeah. So and much. I get bitter like, when I'm like pain, doing more you pain know. beyond your wildest imagination. Yeah, no, I understand. In I a understand. year and a half long <laughs> lawsuit you, yeah. level pain. <gasps> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had a very, very amicable divorce with my ex-creative partner, and we're 
on great terms now and she's wonderful and we joke that we had an amicable divorce uh yeah. sounds like they don't have personality disorders um. yeah 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 they don't they, she's really she's she's wonderful you know it took a long time to come to terms with the fact that we ultimately didn't want the same things and she doesn't perform now but um but she's great and her husband's amazing and you know That's they great. have a kid now and they're doing that life I wanted to ask you a question yeah. um from the, from this perspective so so I I'm so sorry about the lawsuit though I'm gonna oh. <laughs> yeah, it's that would nightmare. have been a nightmare. It, yeah, it's it's the biggest nightmare of my life. No, that is um, a real nightmare. But uh, I, I, when I talk about relationships and dating, I, I view my creative partnership as as that in a way. Oh, like, I mean, yeah. my my lawyers have been like, "This is a divorce." Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. this trial is a divorce trial. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel pained hearing that because, like, I I can imagine because I've had not that, but you know, okay, go on. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really interesting. Like it's taught me how, cause I always wonder, and speaking of love, it's like, like in a divorce, it's like, man, these two people loved each other. How can they it's suddenly hate each other so, so much. much with all the, and I go, Oh, I get it now. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get it. No, but it's, it's, I, but it's I fascinating. Feel, I feel right? there's a slow degrade. No but... love whatsoever for this person yeah. anymore. I actually, um, <laughs> not to rub it in, you're going to hate me, but I actually recently thanked my ex-creative partner for how she handled it because she was wonderful. She was probably better than I was, you know. Yeah, I had plenty um, of warnings from people that had worked with this person before. Yeah. Heed the warnings. It's tough, though, when you feel Heed like the that goes for warning. dating, too. Don't Heed. ignore the red Flags. Oh, I mean, uh, just 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 tiny little piece, and you should just listen to the episode when I release it about the hostage situation. I had a friend that knew them, yeah. and when I told him, I was like, "Hey, I'm going." He goes, "Run away! She's toxic, like plutonium." Oh wow! Those were his exact words. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it sounds like it could have been a lot worse for you because you didn't even kiss. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. <laughs> but and it also, now you have a great story. Yeah, I don't know if it's a great story. It's, 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 it's a kind of sad story, I think. Yeah, but um, nah, it'll get funnier and funnier later. Maybe, maybe, we're held maybe. Because I, I want dates to be like so bad that there's an amazing story or so good. It's the mediocre I mean, dates there is, that crush me. There is the tiniest bit of ego that someone held me hostage. <laughs> you're going to find a lot of humor in it. Yeah, every, yeah, yeah. When did it happen? Really recently? During the pandemic. Oh, okay. So it's a bit of time ago. You should find the humor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes Get on it. I find, I find, but um, Get so, it. so I only recently got cast in my first commercial. Okay. Uh, and I've constantly. Muscle tough. What? Muscle tough. Thank you. Uh, well, it came out. It was like a little bit ago. I'm still but, congratulating uh, but still you. pretty. Re- thank you. Thank you. Um, you getting and- checks from it? You getting residuals? No, 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 no. God it was a it. flat fee, not that much. That's but, cool. um, <laughs> but, but here's the thing. I've always like something that's really prevented me. Uh, despite feeling like I'm a good actor yeah. with like going out is like, I, I could never think of like, what are the roles for me? Who do I play? Mm. That's like out there. And, uh, the com- I feel like you are going to grow into your roles. Maybe. Well, the role I played was, uh, um, uh, devastated Orthodox Jewish father. That was, um, that was, as I said, you will be growing into your roles. <laughs> so, so, so far I know that that's what I can I think play. your goal of 41 is you're going to fucking crush it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're just 41 be is like when, so many Jewish dads. It's tough. It's tough to figure out what, what roles can I play, Allie? Jewish dads. Jewish. But what else can I play? Jewish dads. No, there's got to be something Retired else. Retired Jewish frat boy. <laughs> I actually had this idea of playing. Um, I really wanted to pitch. Uh, and I did pitch to somebody on the show. Um, 
uh, <laughs> I really had this idea for Chad Goes Deep, um, mm-hmm. the TV show. Are you familiar with no, their I'm show? Not. Okay, it's on Netflix. About these like, it's JT Parr and uh, Tom Allen. They're okay. or Chad Kroger as he goes by. Um, they have a super popular podcast. They they they're pretty famous now. Okay. but they're like two like surfer bro. Yeah. They're like two surfer bro dudes, and I really wanted to play like a divorced dad that was like subletting a room yeah. from them <laughs> and like trying to be hip with them, yeah. but like also going through a horrible divorce with yeah. like a custody battle. Uh, I, I like thought, the idea of you cornering the divorcee market. Yeah, I'm not divorced at all, but... Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's acting. It's I feel like I'd play a pretty funny dad going through a divorce but trying to be hip with the young kids now. I, I can see that. And mm. I'm glad that you said it first. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you asked me to stereotype you. But I could really... be, but no, no, do your worst. What, like, like I need to know. I need to know. No, I think that one was You're my really casting. Good. You're my casting agent. I don't know anything about casting, and I don't want to be cast in this role. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like, there you do. well, what are your roles that you see for yourself? Oh, I will only be making those. You'll only be making those. Yeah. But but like you were saying, you know, like the yeah, kooky, the kooky best friend. Roles. I was well back when I used to audition back in the day. I was always cast as like the quirky, slutty sidekick. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. was it. Just because like my <laughs> hair. Also, people don't know what to do. This is a weird thing to say, but people don't know what to do with this hair. Yeah, it's, it's good like hair. it doesn't. It's Sarah oh, Jessica Parker hair. I love my hair. That's true. But I don't like you. Don't. I'm not like a. I do remember getting typed out of Fiddler. Uh, and I really resented that. I was typed out. Typing out is a really fucked up thing. Do you know just how crazy it is? I don't even know if it's legal anymore, but like, <laughs> probably is. They literally, you get all dressed up, you're prepared for the audition, you have your sheet music, blah, 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 and they put you in a line and they say, you, 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 goodbye, based on how you look. Yeah, and I got typed out for Fiddler and I was like, I'm probably the only bitch here who speaks Hebrew. <laughs> Anyway, I really just went off on a tangent and didn't answer your question. Matchmaker, match. <laughs> yeah, now I'm doing it. You know, now I'm the Yenta. But I, uh, I don't know what roles I would show be producer, cast in. Show producer, show producer, cast me in a show. <laughs> Put me in your so, cast. I don't know. I just like creating shenanigans for people. Okay. Well, we're reaching the end of the show. Before you go, um, so I haven't promoted the. I, I have gifts that I give to, oh. to my to my. I love gifts. Uh, guests, and I actually. Haven't promoted these on the show since Valentine's Day, okay. but since you're the love is love isn't blind. Yeah. I love that we went on so many tangents. We like barely talked about the show, and I'm totally okay with that. Here's uh, here's how out of touch. <laughs> love I, isn't blind. Co. The dot com was taken. Here's how out of touch I am mm-hmm. with lots of things. Okay. Um, I had a friend on who has a parody band of Run the Jewels called Run the Fools. I saw Run the Jewels was performing at the Palladium, and I was like, damn, they're taking off. Thinking about my friends. <laughs> And uh, for a while, yeah, I just you're thought... You're going to be playing dad who's misplaced while, his keys. For a while, I just yeah. thought Love is Blind was your comedy game show. I didn't realize... When you I messaged thought the you, Netflix show was mine? No, not the Netflix show. I just thought your game show was all that love... I'm so out of... I don't even know about the Netflix show or yeah. anything. Do you remember when I messaged you, I called it Love is Blind? Oh, people do that all the time. So were you really disappointed when you found out it's a stage show that I'm running? No, no, I knew it was a stage show. I just yeah. didn't know Love Is Blind existed. I just thought oh, your, I just thought your comedy show was Love I Is see, Blind. I see, I see, I see. But I see, since I see. you are the Love Is Blind person, uh, Love I, isn't blind. Love isn't blind person. <laughs> I uh, sell 
funny Valentines. You can buy them on my website. I have more than just these three, but these are the three I printed and brought with me on tour. They were one of my top selling um, merch pieces during during you, you my. You can t- sell them at Love Isn't Blind. I have no oh, qualms about that. Well, okay. So first, I have. They're called My Funny Valentines. First, okay, I have. See what you did there. I would wait in line at In and Out Burger for you. <laughs> My friend sent me a card recently that said I would fly Spirit Airlines for you. Was it this cute. one? No. Oh, well, that person, you have this that person copied me. I would fly <laughs> Spirit Airlines for you. They sent it to you recently? Yeah. I feel like it was copied. Uh, it was, was like a, it's like a Hallmark card. Oh, really? I'm so sorry. I've just ruined everything for I'm you. I'm cutting that out Here's of the thing, though. You, you just got to keep churning them out. You know what no, I mean? I've. Yeah. That's from my stand-up. I, the spe- I would fly Spirit Airlines for you. And I am actually, I know exactly where I'm going to put this. I am, yeah, because I'm going to, yep. And then finally, this one's probably the most, like, if you do this, just marry them. I would pick you up at LAX during rush hour. That is the one. That is the Honestly, one. Honestly, you should just sell only this one. Like, I just love people coming to your merch no, table. No, Spirit, Spirit's And it's the, that. It's just that. Spirit's, you know? Spirit's the best seller. Um, no, this is really good. I would love for you to sell these at Love is Implying. Awesome, I mean, yeah, frankly, I, I, I if, mean, I want to have you as you a contestant want, you in the future. You want to take a huge stack of them and you can split the profits on it? Yeah. That that works for me. That. Um, and then... Because uh, this is so cute for the show. I also have... Um, I would clean my bathroom for you. I no, have... This one is the... Fa- the for LA, this one is tops. There, yeah. There's more of them on my website. I forget what some of the other ones. Really I would cute. take the ten, one ten to the one hundred one to the ten for you. I like that too. I came up with the um, so I was dating a girl and she said to come over and asked me to pick up In and Out Burger on the way and I was waiting in line for like forty minutes and I was like yeah although, and then did I came you go up, inside or did you stay in the drive drive through you can't do the drive through you got to go inside it's much faster I was but I was basically like. I must love this girl because I'm waiting in line. And, yeah, and, yeah, out. Yeah, and like, then I, I thought am... of that and then I started trying to come up with more of them. They're really cute. So other more merch that we have okay. is um, you get your very own Jew Rogan experience sticker. So you said Jew Rogan, which is why it took me a minute for the Jew Rogan. You guys mm-hmm. Rogan. The Jew Rogan experience. <laughs> uh, and then. I love that. I mean, I love a good pun. And then in, uh, you know, in Los Angeles, I think it's very important, whatever your political views are, that especially in local elections, to vote for what's important to you. But out here in California, our votes in national elections do Not practically correct. nothing. So yeah. I designed this sticker in the exact design of the California I Voted sticker, except mine says I farted. <laughs> Beautiful. And it's got, it's translated into all the different languages. <laughs> oh. I love that touch. And then uh, during the pandemic, during the Black Lives Matter rally, is really getting on a hot button one here. uh, There were a lot of uh, social media. I'm going to call you out that the Hebrew is incorrect. No. Yeah, it is, but we can talk about that. Uh, Well, I'm not changing it and I'm cutting that out of this. It says how fart. Oh, well, you know, I just went and Google Translate. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I need farted, whatever. I love the Spanish. Yeah, you should have known you needed Nani. I I was just copying and pasting. Uh, This is not, this is not, this is not a hardworking. It's just fun for me to (laughs) look and say, do I understand it? Yeah. But, um, 
Other people have told me I'm correct. I got the Arabic correct. Someone came Great. on and, and, and checked the Arabic. Good. Um, but uh, say so. I mean, you're a horrible Jew, but that's you'll okay. you'll never that's put okay. you'll never wear this one. You'll never put it anywhere. But during the pandemic, there were a lot of social media influencers going out to Black Lives Matter rallies and like taking photos, like holding yeah. a hammer. And then so I used to comment on their post hashtag All Likes Matter. Yeah. So here's your All Likes oh, Matter sticker. It's got a little thumb really over funny. the eye. But uh, if you, the non-discerning eye will see that and think you're a monster. Right, right, right. right. Not, <laughs> I actually really like this social commentary. Thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I, this one's smart. Two last things is um, yeah. on the Joe Rogan experience, he pushes oh. a vitamin product <laughs> called Alpha Brain. Yeah. Uh, on, the, on the thing, you see him like with all his muscles holding up like a heavy kettlebell. Well, here on the Joe Rogan experience, we have Beta Brain. Oh, and uh, that's me doing yoga. It's not actually my body. It's a chubbier person's body. But okay, uh, but I thought it was funny. And uh, it says, beta brain, obedience, fealty, and security. For people who take medical advice from podcast hosts, uh, it's Tic Tacs. They're just Tic Tacs. <laughs> Great. I was and, actually hoping, I'm worried that my memory is going to shit. And I was hoping it was just, it was actually going to be something. But I'll have a Tic Tac, you know? Finally, last. Mm, but, I'm going to keep these in my car. Last but not least, and I hope you wear this on uh on any public mm-hmm. thing at all. Your very own Drew Rogaine Experience t-shirt. Thank you. Size I'm not small. gonna lie, I will sleep in this. Yeah, I know what you're gonna do, That's but but doing. you should also sometimes publicly. But listen, if I sleep in this, <laughs> it means that occasionally, I might Some... masturbate in it. Ah, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Oh, you know what? Th- so weird? La- Should I not have said That's that? the last thing I wanted to ask you. Is the mm. love, and blind, love isn't blind person in a relationship? Me? Yes. Complicated question. It's complicated question. <laughs> yeah. It's a Why is that complicated? Question. You're like kind of seeing someone. Yeah, I'm kind you're of like, seeing like You're like someone. with some piece of shit that's not committing. Oh no no no. Or you're no, the no. one not committing. Yes. Oh okay. Interesting. <laughs> they're they're like they're like. No 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 no. It's uh, you know. I'm, I'm does he not I'm have dating. enough money? Is that the problem? No 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 no. No, no I'm dating. <laughs> is he an I'm artist? Dating, I'm dating a, a couple people. You're dating a couple people. <laughs> any of them have any? Have you met any of them from your shows? Yes. All of them? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Being very about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. wanna... they're all listening to this. A couple of them just found out that they're not the only one. Is that, <laughs> no. is that, is that right? Honestly, if you post that, true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, it's very early. With Actually, it's weird. I find this in dating all the time. Do you have a favorite? Um, I think so. But I think uh, in dating that it's always like this. There'll be like nothing for months. And then like three or four dudes that will appear and you're like, you're all pretty cool, but this is like really annoying. And it's also a fucking time commitment to go out with multiple guys in one week. I don't actually like it at all. Like I would rather just have one person to get to know and invest in, but that's just the way. Cause people from the show, people last me out in real life too. So it's even like, if I, I sound like such an asshole, let me tell you, I've been single forever. Okay. <laughs> I'm not crushing it. I just sound like I'm crushing it in this moment. <laughs> We all have our moments. And you know what? In this moment, I am, you know, so. Which I, it's interestingly, <laughs> my, my, my different situation is that I was in a year long relationship, went into the pandemic, came out of the pandemic in like a year and a half long on and off thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Last time I saw you, th- you were some ended, hot lady. Yeah. Was with her for a year. Mm-hmm. That just recently ended. Okay. So that's why I, I want to be a love isn't blind. Yeah. When you applied, I was contestant. like, what? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. People break up all the time, but I was like, I thought it happens, especially here in LA. No, yeah, I. She was. Hey, she was. Her loss is my game. No, no she was my fucking, Rogan. She was fucking great. Uh, yeah. It just didn't work out. Okay. 
that's um, good. And uh, like I said, I've never dumped. So do you think that you <laughs> do you think you might become friends? Uh, we'll see. We haven't really spoken since the breakup, but mm. but it doesn't feel like animosity. There's a bag full of gifts I got her on tour that uh, has never been. <laughs> oh, can given. I take them? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> no. I've, what uh, are they? There, it, it's a bunny rabbit pillow because she had that. a big bunny rabbit thing. Okay. Also, a book on rabbits. Okay. Uh, I got her. She was the first religiously non-Jewish person. So she was, she was Christian and, and like actually oh, the first religious. I got it. Got it. Got it. So got like it. I've dated yeah. non-Jews who are basically atheists yeah, yeah. or Jewish people, religious. but she was actually Christian. So I got her cross earrings that I found. I thought oh, that's nice. very nice. She was also supportive of delusion. Yeah. 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 She was, <laughs> she was also part Mexican. I mean, she wasn't like Jesus is everything, but like mm-hmm. she liked going to church. Yeah. Uh, she was also Mexican. I got her these like little hot tamale earrings. Oh my God. That's so cute. Uh, and then, I got this like um, I was at one of the places I was at on the tour was like they had a gem fair like that was like taking over the city. So I got her like this like gem coaster with like angel wings on it. And that that was she believe in crystals. No, no. But I was just like I was at this thing and okay, you know okay. i used to say she's trying to help you find some red flags <laughs> no no she's great the really really i that's mean good. i mean that's uh good. nothing but nothing but good I'm feelings good friends with some her. exes like i think it can happen i'm good friends with one ex right now and she was my ex from like seven years ago yeah sometimes um, sometimes and has takes to time yeah, yeah i tried being good friends with another ex and it ended in disaster yeah um, <laughs> it can. that can happen as well yeah yeah uh, anyway, Allie, thank you so much for coming on the show. Anything Thanks you want to promote me. that we haven't promoted yet? <laughs> I think we promoted them, but loveisn'tblind.co, because uh, the .com was taken, and that'll have show dates. Although, actually, if you go to alisongoldberg.com, I'm listing all my show dates, because Comedians vs. AI will be June 22nd, and I'm going to do each show once a month for the future. So Probably won't come out before June 22nd. Oh, okay. Well, uh. <laughs> let's redo. Uh, well, you can go to alisongoldberg.com, click on tickets, and that'll give you the full show schedule for my shows that I'm creating. And then stand up around town. I'm really bad at updating the calendar, so I would say it's like I post on Instagram Every stories. once in a while, I go through and do a barrage, and then I just yeah. get to it. We need, we need uh, website people. Yeah. Anyway, I'm AI Josh. I'll do it for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Josh Edelman. This has been the Jew Rogaine Experience. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week.